0: Uh, earlier today at Shared Setic Medical Center, we had the uh, privilege to speak with Dr. Ofer Merin, who, in addition to so many other things, is the leader of the field hospital that goes out to natural disaster sites from Israel to help as much as possible. Just one of the things that came up in conversation earlier. Here it is, our conversation with Dr. Ofer Merin, Shared Setic Medical Center. From earlier today, this is JM in the AM. J.M. and the A.M. and our Jewish Unity Initiative, and we are at Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. And Dr. Ofer Meron, who's been a guest of ours before, is Deputy Director General of Shari Tzedek and heads the trauma unit. He's a cardiothoracic surgeon who also directs the hospital's preparedness for mass casualty incidents. He holds the rank of Lieutenant Colonel in the IDF and is head of the IDF's field hospital, famous for its rapid response to major disasters around the world. Dr. Meron, welcome back to J.M. and the A.M. Thank you. Nice. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to speak with you again. Uh, well, certainly, <laughs> trauma, unfortunately, and traumatic incidents uh, in Jerusalem and other places in Israel are always in the news. But uh, certainly over the last few months, uh, we know that uh, people around the world are paying careful attention to what's happening with these random attacks that are going on in Jerusalem and other places. How has a medical facility like yours responded when these types of incidents take place?
1: So yes, as you said, uh, it's it's already now I guess something like four months still since
0: this uh, uprise
1: again of terror e- events uh, started. Um, with um, I'm not sure how people are aware about it, but there are daily incidents. Some of them end without any casualties, but uh, we've been seeing here in the last uh, few months uh, the total number I guess by now is about 250 victims from terror events so this is this is a huge number right. in uh, in 4 months and there's no question that we did change some of our practices in the sense that really almost every day we see here terror uh, victims that can be from all the spectrum, from some of these that are coming really, very really lightly injured, but but we've seen unfortunately many many patients that come that came over us in a really severe condition.
0: Well, is that something you could share with us? Any changing practices? Is there anything that you could tell us that's uh, that's not confidential that would give us an idea of how things have changed from the treatment? end when it comes to these episodes?
1: So I will sp- first speak about what kind of causality that we see um, I think what is uh, unfortunately unique in this uh, Uprise is uh, is that these uh, terror events are sporadic they are uh, done most of them by singles, they are not done by organization that has a very a clear way to act so it's Randomly done by some of them, by very young people, uh, by uh, stabbing. Um, We do see along these months more and more uh, stabbing to the upper part of the body. Um, I want to say very cautiously that we do see them try to target um, specific um, uh, critical areas in the body. In the upper part, either the chest or or the neck. Um, so we do, in this sense, uh, we, we saw tens of patients with stab wounds to the upper part of the body. The last one came here on yesterday evening, right. a young person, a 28 year old uh, um, person who was jogging by himself in the afternoon, and uh, someone uh, we saw a video clip, so we even saw how the incidents already happened. So someone was waiting for him and once he passed over there he jumped on him and he was stabbed probably 6 or 7 times so we do see a lot of stabbing to the to the upper part of uh, of the body so this is one way of uh, terror uh, that we are seeing uh, along these uh, months um we did see very few shootings but we see this as well and uh, people are still using their cars as um, um, a terror weapon, right. So every few weeks we see um, someone who's driving his car into pedestrians and uh, and injuring people, and of course from the trauma pers- per. Perspective—it's totally different way how to deal with someone who was uh, injured by a car and someone who was injured by a uh, by a uh, stabbing.
0: Dr. Ofer Marin is with us at Shariatzadeh Medical Center. Uh, one of the other things that you are so well known for is leading uh, teams that we've discussed on the air who go around the world to respond to natural disasters. Uh, what could you tell us most recently? What what episodes or or journeys uh, for you and your uh, field hospital could you uh, share with our audience?
1: So it's true, in the last uh, five years, five different incidents, <laughs> somehow, every year. The last one was uh, the end of April and May last year, 2015. There was an earthquake in, in Nepal, and um, we responded among many, many um, other teams. Um, if I may say, I think what is still uh, unique in uh, the way that Israel re- re- is responding, and by no means I want to say that we are the only one who is giving a uh, care. Right. Um, but just to to, to, um, to put some light on uh, the way that Israel is uh, responding, so to uh, Nepal there was the total number of teams that arrived to Nepal was 130, so that's a lot of teams from around the mm-hmm. world that came to uh, to respond. Uh, The United Nations is ranking these teams into three different levels, level one, level two, and level three. Well, level three is the highest uh, um, level of care of a medical uh, team. So the United Nations, after five or six days after the earthquake, tried to draw a picture so people would know how many teams are around, and then they put up this uh, slide and saying, okay, there's at this point in time, there's 130 teams around the world, 129 were ranked level 1 and level 2, and there was one team, which the United Nations said, this is the level 3. So, if Israel by far is coming with a, a large team, um, I do want to say an efficient team, um, and we're almost always either the first, or one of the first, I would rather say, one of the first teams on ground. Of course, there are teams that are already in the area when this earthquake takes place. but But Israel... As a foreign team is always one one of the the first teams that, that is coming. So, if if to be honest, yes, Israel is a small country, but within this world of humanitarian aid, I think that Israel is playing a, a major role within our abilities. As I'm saying, to arrive fast with the strategy that we have, to arrive with a large team. So, if to be honest, uh, uh, when the team from the from the you, the United States arrived over there, and I know very well the people, and some of at least of the people uh, of the humanitarian uh, aid people that are coming from the States. One of the first thing uh, that I was approached by the head of the, of one of the U.S. teams, and he said, "Offer oh, hi," and so on, and whatnot. And then he said, "Offer, oh, I just want to make sure that if one of our people will need any medical care, just to know that I'm going to bring him to your team." Um, we had by. By 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 far the largest intensive care unit. We brought an intensive care unit that, honestly, you would not see intensive care units at this level of this ability to give a level of care in some of the major hospitals in Israel, in Europe. I would say maybe even in the United States. So we are we are able to deliver a high level of care even in these disaster areas.
0: And you've seen uh, the local people in these disaster areas show their appreciation to your units. In many ways, correct? Yes,
1: there's, there's no question that the the impact that Israel leaves after coming and doing these humanitarian missions stays for years and years later. And, you know, it's five, six years after after the earthquake in Haiti took place. Still, when from time to time, I encounter someone that's coming from this area of the Ours, Remember, and say, oh, Israel. You were the first ones to come and assist us.
0: Dr. Ofer and Deputy Director General of Tzedek heads of trauma unit, continued success, unfortunately, uh, with what's happening uh, at times here with different episodes and helping trauma patients, and continued success in helping those around the world and really spreading the incredible goodness of the Jewish people the way you do it. It's amazing. Tadaraban, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. More coming up. Keep listening to JM in the AM. Yeah, Dr. Ofer and no question about it, the Kiddush Hashem that is being made every time they go out with the field hospital to different places around the world that suffer natural disasters and represent the people of Israel and the Jewish people so well is absolutely incredible. Jewish Unity Initiative. We're here in Israel, Rehov Dizengoff in Tel Aviv.